And before we start this week's podcast, this is Rocky just dropping you a line and making sure to get in our uh, audible plug before we talk through the whole thing and never get around to it or just make a joke about it later. So go to audibletrial.com slash parts unknown pod and, uh, you know, give us a good look over there help us out. Help us keep bringing you this audio majesty. Uh, so yeah, you go there. They have a huge variety of, you know, titles to choose from. I currently, or I'm just about to start listening to uh, Asa Akira's book, Insatiable Porn, A Love Story. And uh, I hear very good things. So that's what I'm going to listen to. If anybody else wants to listen to it, give me your feedback. Let us know via Twitter at parts unknown pod, but unknown spelled a little bit funky. U N K W N. Somebody had the other name. I don't know. Get mad at them for it. So yeah. Audibletrial.com slash parts unknown pod and help us out. And now onto the show. back coming from parts unknown once again these are your hosts rock there he is and and rick i was far away sorry no he wasn't he was pretending to be far away i was not (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh this episode like we talked about last week we'll be talking about the greatest royal rumble uh rocky didn't finish it because that's perfectly fine i wouldn't have either if i wasn't uh off work so, and it was just a day off, and that's all, and I was just letting it roll. Um, first of all, it's a damn shame that I had to watch some Saudi propaganda show. That was, you know, you can kind of tell. I mean, there was a feeling for that whole show. There was a lot of fucking weird shit. You know, the are we back? Okay, yeah, there was a lot of weird shit. I'm leaving that. No, no. <laughs> Cut this out, too. That was a lot of weird shit. Uh, the announcers were really off. They were really off their fucking game. The whole Sergeant Slaughter dead, which I thought was great. I don't know if you heard that, Rocky. No. I forgot who said it, but someone late great Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter's not fucking dead. Um, it was just... I don't know. We watched the thing. Did you Did you even get up to the point where they played the during the prayer break, where they had the... Saudi Arabia is excellent and you should come here. It's a cutting edge thing. You didn't get to that point where they had the fucking New Japan intermission? I did not. Really? Merci- mercifully, I did. Wow, you only watched like three matches and I you got, tapped out? I got through Taker. Well, that was like at the end of the show. You came uh, in like towards the end. Well, I fell asleep at a point and then the next morning I was like, all right, let me finish watching this. Okay, so you, well, you saw the first match, just, which is the last. The- just look at the card, man. <laughs> no, I'm you saw Triple H, uh, Triple H Cena. That's yes. the opener. You yes, saw that. I saw that. Then the next, I was gonna say the woman's match is next. <laughs> I saw Bludgeon Bros. I saw, uh, so you actually didn't, you had to have seen the prayer break. No, dude, I told you, I fell asleep. Wow, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't care. I know it's a stupid show. Cena Undertaker, by the way, it's classified as a pay per view, so yes, of course, it was fucking five hours long. Yeah, well, uh, Cena Undertaker. Then I think it was Bray, uh, versus for the bar. Um, I know a lot of matches there it, somewhere. I got it. Cena trips Cedric Callisto. Okay, yeah. Which I, I saw some of, I think. I don't know. Who cares? Uh then then yeah, the raw tag title match I saw. 
Then uh, Jeff and Jinder. Who <laughs> saw that? Saw that hardcore botch that you can't cover up, but they did that later on in the night anyhow, so it doesn't matter. No, <laughs> just keep going, and I'll talk about it. Uh, then the SmackDown tag match, I saw that. Uh, I saw Seth win. I saw AJ. I saw Taker. Okay. Actually, there, I guess I saw everything but the Royal Rumble. Match. There was a prayer bake before, like... Prayer bake? I think it was three matches afterwards or four. Anyway, there's a prayer break. And that prayer break had this... Um, fucking, Brought to you by the Saudi Tourism Board. Yeah, but it had a whole propaganda piece on like how awesome this place is. And oh wait, is that how what they had that so, lady? Like, the women, yeah. Oh, women did. are so progressive. We can I drive caught, cars. I caught here a piece of that. I did catch a piece. Of it. I didn't see the whole thing. But I caught a piece of it. All right, word, word. Are you gonna play it now? No, okay. that'd be horrible. You had your phone in your hand. I don't know. I know. Um, Carry on. Anyway, I just it was just fucking weird. You know, I don't, I don't need to see about Saudi propaganda. And you can tell me, yeah, they're getting better and give it time. But it's like, eh, it's fucking weird ass place. Dude. They're getting so much better that they had to put out that release. Yeah. Out. And that was because of during the commercial, during the prayer break, they had the that the song. Backlash? Yeah, that, oh. No, the song where like everything's better together, you know, where they're talking about it, we're together oh, for pay-per-views. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. the Carmella thing. Did you actually see the video of all the men going gaga for Carmella? No. You know the part where Carmel's like, at him, though. you know the part where Carmel's like, I oh, need some water. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Twitter video of someone recording that, and when she's like standing there, everyone's like, Woo! going nuts for her. Uh, and that was that. She's very attractive. Yeah, she is, but you know, I can't see that, Ooh, that woman. Oh my god, that place. Um, I know Stephanie was there, and did you see the video of them eating at the royal family dinner? Uh, it was also on Twitter. It was huge U-shaped table. It was in order. It was Rusev, Mark Henry, Big Kali. Great. Great Kali. Yeah, Big Kali. He didn't go to school to be just called Big Kali. I think there was an empty seat there. Uh, then we had um, Taker. Uh, uh, no, it was Angle, Taker, Brock, Vince, the Prince. Next to the Prince, uh, to his left. MBH or whatever his name is. Uh, That's what they call him. I think it was the one who gave the belt, that guy. Oh, I didn't see that. I think he was one of the royal family. Oh, you didn't see when they... Oh, yeah, they gave... Roman, I know, Brian got a Braun. green belt. I forgot who's next to him. I think then it was Roman, Brock, and then I forgot who's... Breaking no, Bread? Not Brock. Uh, Roman and Braun, and then I forgot who's also next to Braun. Breaking Bread. Oh, Shane. Shane was the last one. So those are the people at the table, which is interesting. Of Rusev of all people and Mark Henry and, yeah. and um, that one, there's a lot of other people. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, there's some other little fun facts about it that they, when they were making out who was supposed to be at the show and everything, um, I know they asked for, the prince asked for Andre the Giant, Yokozuna, uh, Ultimate Warrior, the man with the black hat, the announcer with the black hat, and the guy with the crown. Those were people that they legit asked for. Only so, two of whom are alive. <laughs> so... Obviously, that's why we got that Captain Luavano, <laughs> Classy Freddy Blassie, <laughs> Bruno Sammartino. Okay, that's why we got Hiroki's sumo Sumi, which you didn't watch the Royal Rumble. There was a random ass sumo wrestler who was number like five. His name was Hiroki Sumi. He's a legit real sumo wrestler. He was, I think, I don't think he was a Yokozuna. I don't know, but he squared off against Mark Henry. It was really random as fuck. And then they did like a thing, like a look. He did it. Never wrestled in his life. He did his pose. Mark Henry just tossed him over. And and, and Michael's like, well, we heard there was rumblings of him around. Hiroki Sumi. Obviously because they wanted Yokozuna. And there's, God damn it, there's no fucking Yokozuna alive. 
Um, I don't know who's a stand in for Andre the Giant because Big Show wasn't there, right. nor for the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, but you didn't watch the Rumble. They had a lot of big dudes. I don't know, man. 50 people. Ugh. They had a lot of big, like big dudes, like big yeah, beefy yeah, guys. Like Haas guys. Yes, because foreigner people love Haas guys. So we had like Dan Matha, the back knee guy who Samojo tapped out when he first showed up in NXT. Uh-huh. Uh, I know the name. Yeah, and we had the the other guy from Heavy Machinery. Not not my guy, but the other one, uh, Tucker Knight. I'm like Tucker's really good shakes. for uh, <laughs> Tucker's for a, for a big fat heavy set guy. He can uh, move. He's really he's good. He's a taller one. Yeah. Uh, they had this guy called Man. Um, shit. He's whatever. He's Leo Rush's uh, like manager. And the whole thing is Leo Rush is like 5'2", yeah, and this guy's like 6'7", something like that. So it's this huge dude. So it's it's cool to look at, you know, why you have a manager that's huge for a small guy. So, and he was another big guy. They got all these big dudes because they love big dudes. Anyway. Oh my God, all the eliminations are listed here. Yeah. Um, okay, so Triple H, Cena, whatever. It Who was the fuck a, is Baba Tunde? That's him. That's the big guy. Baba oh, okay. Tunde is an NXT guy. Never seen him before. Baba Tunde. Um, Ray looked awesome though. I'll tell you that much. I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm like, that was a weird pause. I'm sorry. I was reading something. Uh, okay. So Triple H Cena, it was a whatever match. You know, it was. It was them kicking out. I didn't think he'd kick out of uh, the fucking AA or the pedigree, which was kind of a thing. Uh, I mean, oh, excuse me. WWE has just become New Japan at this point. Well, it's the two guys doing their things, you know. I know, but it happens a lot now. Psyching up their crowd. I mean, look at Roman and Brock. Not not this match, but I mean, well, actually, this match too, but to a to a lesser degree. It's well, the other match. WWE uh, is a lot of doing big move, big move, big move, big move, kick out, big move, kick out, big move. Now, pin. before yeah. it was like save, big move, finish the match, hence finisher. Um, I, I will say some of those big matches when they do that, but whatever. That's besides the point. The match was whatever. John Cena is saying that you know, no matter what's in my universe, being my breakup, you know, I'm glad to be here. I'm like, Supposedly all right. he's all torn up about it, man. Give him, eh, whatever. Feel bad for him. Um, I, I still, it's still glad handing this this fucking place. It's like whatever hundred years behind us. Um, I mean, we're also behind some other people. We are, but it, I don't. Did you see Corey Graves' uh, Instagram post? No. Um, more or less, he said what everyone is thinking. It's like you know, no matter what, you should we should we're happy that we're in a place that women have rights and stuff like that. And I'm having a drink to that mm. because it's pretty much like they weren't allowed. In America, to, you mean? Yes, yes. There was a whole. I know Jerry Lawler brought out that there was a big packet that they were given what they can and cannot say, what has to be done, what people can act, who to look at, and all this crazy shit like that. So you know, women couldn't have been brought up or anything like this. It was nuts stuff, and I know. I'll tell you this, one of the things that I enjoyed about the show, uh-huh. to a degree, like, I, you know, I mean, maybe I just enjoyed it to enjoy, but in a particular context was the uh, the four, like, people, like, oh, these guys are going to be trainees, blah, blah, oh. blah, blah. I like that the Davari brothers came out, and it was just, like, the most the mega deliberate, heat. The deliberate heat spot that you would do, like... You know, it's an American in New York, right? Yeah, and yeah. you're talking about Boston, or you're, you know, vice versa, or, or whatever it's the, the American fuck. guys, and then the Russians come out, right? You know? right it's right. just bad guy heel, but it was like, wow, it's that hometown versus foreign Iranian heat. guys, just holy shit. And I was like, oh boy, I, like at first, I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I'm like, I mean, they're getting nuclear heat, yeah, and I'm just like, this is entertaining, <laughs> it was interesting. 
to not be invested. Apparently, though, Arya Davari got death threats for it. Of course, why wouldn't he? You know, you're in a country that people fucking cut the heads off of gay people and anyone that does talk shit. So yeah, you know, hey, it's cool. Um, he put he put out a statement. Hold on, I just saw this on uh on pro wrestling sheet. Uh, quote, during an appearance this past Friday, I portrayed a fictional character and played the role of the antagonist. No different than what other actors would do in a movie or TV show. That character does not reflect my personal views, and I apologize to anyone that may have been offended by the skit. I have an incredible amount of respect for the great people of Iran, and I am very proud of my Iranian heritage. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> the crowd was hot for that first match, but if you watch the thing, the whole crowd just wanted to see you know, the big, big people yeah, yeah. like John Cena and stuff. Cause this was just random ass folks watching. I can't fucking believe wrestling. there was a Rusev day chant, by the way. Was there? Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure. Yeah. When uh, Aiden English was out there, like more people than I thought were going to, that said Rusev day. Okay. That's true. Like way more. Like you could hear not all of the all crowd. Those people that were in the mile. Yeah. Away yeah. Back. Those are the real the, wrestling fans up in the top. Right. Thing. Right. Right. The, and those then, fucking people and all the rest of people are like we're just here to watch this thing that just get Saudi Arabia couches. <laughs> well that's that's all the road from I love that weird like segregate everyone look at all that arena space that they had but whenever you know you want to segregate your people anyway um the second match that Kalisto Cedric wasn't that bad no one was into it because no one knew the fuck these people were uh but it was they it was, popped for big moves yes it was well done, though. It was oh, cool. wait, WWE is getting real, like, Spanish fly heavy lately. I thought Spanish fly was awesome. It was, it was. But it I'm was saying, like, what, like, off the second, second rope? Yeah, game. yeah, It's cool shit. It's a cool move, so why not do it? It's just funny because, like, that only person that does that I know is Will Ospreay. Just a few years ago, like, nobody was doing that. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> you know. Um, it was a cool I match. Matt Seidel? No, it's Will Ospreay does that. That I know just he standing does one that fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Um, cool match. Uh, I think it's probably one of the better, probably the second best match on the show. Cause I think there's only, like I was telling you, there's only two good matches on that. That being the fucking ladder match and probably this match. Um, <clears throat> next we had what the, uh, the tag match. I mean, it was fine. The raw one. Yeah, it was cool. You know, like nothing, nothing crazy. That was it. Like, that's all I got to say yeah, about it. It's, it was just, a, it was a raw tag match. Same thing with the SmackDown one. It just yeah. felt like a SmackDown like show. A- now that I realize that I've watched most of the show except the Royal Rumble match, I'm like, I could have skipped it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it does go to show though. That's how the much... only title change also on the whole show. Too. Yeah. Well, right, because they crowned a champion. Yeah. Uh, but it does go to show how important it is to have an engaged crowd. Uh, well, this will go into when we get to the Brock and Roman thing. I'll bring up something that's really funny. Okay. Well, we'll skip through. Gender Jeff was just like a slop fest. Oh my god, that match. So. You uh, probably, whisper in the wind. The like, whisper in the wind that Jeff completely whiffed. Whatever. That's well, fine. If someone whiffs, let it whiff. But the then, question is, does gender was gender not in place? Uh, he, he, gender wasn't. If you watch the the thing, gender obviously Jeff was supposed to hit a whisper in the wind. Right. Gender wasn't gender, gender wasn't in the no, well he just wasn't in the vicinity. No, 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 you see like the he sidestepped when he could when he should have been like right up front. He like took he was the, off one side. He missed it. Jeff already hit the mat. And then Jenner takes it's like ten bump. seconds later, Jenner's like, oh shit. And he took it, trying to salvage it, but it's like, you fucked up. Don't salvage it, because it looks like the dumbest thing. They should have just went past it. And then it. they replayed it, and then the announcers and the announcers, like, we don't know what to do yeah, with this. Yeah, they brought it up, which made it worse. It's like, right. oh my god, just forget about it. Just let it go. They're like, and Jeff Hardy misses. Oh wait, I think he hit him. <laughs> I don't know how he could have hit him. He was so far. It's that wind pressure, dude. And they're like, ooh. ooh. It was that. There was something else in the match that was bad. I think there was a botch. I mean, there was botches for the whole thing. The announcers had botches and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because I feel that they were just trying to, they were walking on eggshells, man. Everyone's trying to be cautious of what they can and can't say. Yeah. And can and can't do. Uh, next match. Well, we had the prayer. 
which I think it was then. That's when we saw the Saudi Probably. propaganda thing, which was like, I can't believe this is fucking going on. I mean, like, can't you? No, no, because okay, like I mean, to a degree, it kind of like. They were probably it they, sort of makes sense in the fact that like Jeddah's a resort town. So, you know, I think they don't what they'd want out of it is to be like more have more people come here. But yes, it was very much that's like a resort piece. Saudi Arabia this was like, isn't that bad. Yeah. Hey, we're not fucking really bad people that, you know, treat women as second class citizens. Guess what? I'm I can drive now and stuff like that. I mean, OK, don't get me wrong. They have made a lot of progress. Yes, in a they small have. amount of time, but there is still more progress to be made. And it's still a lot of shitty things in that country. There that is. It's like, you know, but like I was saying, Stephanie, she was there. She couldn't eat with them. She couldn't be anywhere near them when they're at the dinner. Uh, no women could ever be there. They couldn't even bring up the women. It was this crazy shit. They weren't even allowed to. So, I mean, there's a lot of fucking horrible shit, but it just felt, it felt wrong. It, the whole propaganda piece is what really got me. Yeah. Like, I was like, whatever about this show. And then seeing that, it just felt I was like, mm. But I guess it's it also that like, taste. I, was like mm. I guess it's also like, they paid for this whole show. Yes, they did. Right. And like, as an advertiser that pays for a show. They were probably told to do these things. Yes. Right, right. Like, you wouldn't fault Snickers for being like. Eat Snickers, you know, presenting, blah, 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 blah. But that's a product as opposed to a nation that people have a very specific opinion about. Yes. But I get what you're saying. I get what it's, you're saying. It, yeah, and it's just that. And then the whole thing of, um, I don't know, like, it just, it, that whole thing just rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, going here rubbed me the wrong way because it's like, you guys promote women diversity, like, you know, all this stuff. And then you go to a place that women are fucking, I mean, boom. I mean, Triple H's post made sense, though, to address it, to be like, look, any little progress we can bring helps sure but like i i understand but it's still like that God. i know i know it just feels off but it's i mean it's sort of it the feels same hypocritical. thing it's, it's like, sort of the mm. same thing of going to china right people like they're they're trying to make all these inroads in china but most of the chinese citizens like they live fairly squalorous lives yeah but at least they're, they're not like everything is controlled by the government it like is, they don't is. have access to the internet or you know A many certain, yeah. many parts of the internet everything is government regulated you know and to to basically be like well we're going to take advantage of the free market aspect of their culture yeah yeah it also feels a little bit like parasitic to to a degree okay so, I mean, no, I get you. You can make that argument about a lot of things, but yeah, it did. It felt everything the, felt off. Yes. The, it, it felt like really off. And it was just like, hey. Um, and I mean, yeah, I can say that if any company would take that probably gajillion amount of dollars that they were given. Yes, it's understandable. It's WWE doesn't camera. doesn't need that shit. They didn't need no. it, but it was just something to do. But and they said that they announced a new show in November. And I like, hope it's like greatest SummerSlam or something like that. <laughs> it's going to be something the greatest WrestleMania but they're supposed to be back there in, in November. That's what they, they said. Uh, uh. I was happy for Pyro, though. <laughs> for real. <laughs> when I saw Pyro, I was like, oh, that's in somebody else's dime. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning, yeah. I was, I was expecting to be nuts. And then when they showed the arena, I didn't think it was this arena. I was like, that's going to be some weird fucking, you know. Oh, no, no. I knew tiny it was arena. Crazy and then arena. they pull. I was like, holy shit. What the fuck is this? Like some I, football stadium. What I thought was the craziest was the monitors that are facing the ring, basically. Uh-huh. For like the people to cross the way to see, but then you can catch it when they're shooting from below into the ring, yeah. so you could see the monitors above. I'm like, yo, this place is gigantic because yeah. those look huge. Uh, all right, anyhow, next match: Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos. Whatever, it felt like just a SmackDown match. Like it, it did, it but it was it was, just... it was a good match. But yeah, like it it served no extra place on this show. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, probably the best match on the card: the ladder match for the IC title. Uh, you know, it was a cool match. The finish was like. It was I like weird. I like 
him jumping the thing, but it kind of made Finn like, oh shit, you know, he's yeah, struggling he's like, for the uh, thing, and then it just made him look like a doofus while Seth grabs it. I was like, oh, but it was it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that Seth at least did it with urgency. Like he jumps up, runs up, and grabs it while Finn's still like swipe, swipe. I will say, there's, I hate dumb wrestlers on ladders. Uh, I will say, there's that moment where Joe sets up that ladder and he's gonna like throw Finn into mm-hmm. it, but it falls, and Joe without stopping just drops him onto the ladder. And I thought that was great because usually people are like, "Oh shit, I gotta put the guy down." Yeah, and set the ladder. yeah, yeah. Set it back up. And like that looked like it hurt more than what he was originally yeah, probably <laughs> probably did. But I love that shot. Uh, actually, going back on, I think the AJ in Nakamura match was very good, but we'll get to that. It was very good. That was, that felt super New Japan. The ending was bad. Comparison, the con out is whatever. But uh, I think I, that's I next, see right? why. Like uh, that's the next match, right? Yeah, it was the next match. I think it was. I think it was. It felt like it felt like uh felt cheap, like a cheap way to finish a match. Yeah. Uh, because it was. Yes. But it was. the match itself was good. It was, and, and it you was. you know you got to understand that like the payoff will be at backlash probably. It, it is. It's going to be. And so it's. You know, as much as I like the beginning of the WrestleMania match and then it just kind of ended when it shouldn't have, it felt like this should have been kind of the tail end of the Mania match with everything going all hype. It sucks, though, because at this point in time, the crowd, they were supposedly a wave going on and no one was caring because no one knew who these fucking people were. And I, and I was watching because I was like, oh, the crowd's reacting to something that's not happening. And I was like, mm. is there a beach ball? Is there a fucking <laughs> beach ball in this goddamn city? <laughs> hilarious. I was like, oh, my God, fuck this place. <laughs> the next match was a match. That it says 937 didn't feel like it. It was The Undertaker versus Rue 7, 8 in English. Probably the best Undertaker match Undertaker's had in like three, four years. Undertaker needs to go, man. I love Undertaker, yeah. but holy Rusev shit. Rusev is pretty awesome. He walked, he did like one step on old school and then he just had to go. He couldn't do it. I also thought, there, I don't know if you've seen that image of him tombstoning Aiden English. It looks like he gets him fucking right on his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. It did. It looks like his head almost. His whole body jitters. Like he, Whoa, it, 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 it's like Taker's knees hit and then it looks like like split second after Aiden's head kind of mm-hmm. like just like taps and bounces back. And I was like, oh, and because afterwards Aiden sold it like he was fucking dead and he, they had a struggle to put him in. I was like, oh shit. One thing I didn't like was Rusev went in first and it was like a choke slam. And I don't feel like a choke slam should keep a man out that long. Like he had to do the choke slam and then deal with Aiden. Well, it's because he wasn't going to tombstone Rusev. He should tombstone them both. Well, well, Rusev's a big dude. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you saw the struggle he had with Brock Lesnar. Like well, last, it was actually, that, time. that was with Roman the last time. That was oh like, yeah, that's oh, right, that's right. And he's not even as big as Brock. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he did it to Cena, right? He did a Cena at Mania. Yes, he hit him with everything. But Chokes that was like two and a half minute match, so he wasn't all, all gassed out to shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was fine. It was what it was. Like, I wish Rusev would have won something. Oh well, uh, you're watching Undertaker, you know. Of course, I know. And then the match of the century: Brock versus Roman. Uh, okay. The <laughs> one thing I, I, I mean, there's many things about it, but I love. They are in front of the markiest Mark crowd ever. Indian people love fucking They're wrestling. not Indian. Saudi, Saudis. Uh, uh, Saudis love wrestling. Like, that's the people that post on the Facebook pages. Love I love John Cena's and all the stuff like that. Sure. It's a weird sweeping generalization. They, go go read all the, the Facebook posts. It's usually a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, Arabs okay, okay, and stuff okay, like okay. that. They booed fucking Roman. And I thought that was the best thing. That made me laugh. That was in front of the audience that should have not booed Roman. That should have been like, ah! And, and cheered a bit for Brock. Yes. He's gigantic. Um, so that match was... I don't know, man. Those matches just become um, like a mockery of the prior match every time. That match was just all... And I, and I know I defend it, but that was literally all spears, uh, punches, and Germans. And Germans, yeah. 
No, and then like even when they're trying to quote unquote climb out of the of the cage, I'm like, this is stupid. All this is stupid. Brock did not look like he belonged there, but they did. They did make note of that. It's like he shouldn't be climbing. <laughs> Looking at Brock. Yeah, no, like all of it just looks like this is when wrestling looks bad. Right when it looks like just not real. Like there is no nothing about it felt legitimate to me. Not not the Germans. Not the anything. It just felt contrived the whole time. And then the finish is just more of the same. You know, and then that's what I was saying earlier. So, like, on the replay of the finish... Well, they fucked that up by doing... They're like, oh, the first person whose feet touch, and then, like, Brock's feet never touch. Yeah. And only one of Roman's feet touches. They... (sighs) And that's before they award the the belt. I think that... Okay, so... Ridiculous. The finish, when it happened, I wasn't expecting to go through the cage, you know? So, when he kind of went through the cage, I did go, oh, wow. Because I always expect him to go through the cage. Especially when it's big guys. Big guys go through cages. Small guys do not. Do not. Okay, so it happened. I went, oh, wow. Um, Think Braun and Big Show. Yeah, but those are like two big dudes. Roman's not a big dude. Yeah, but Roman's put on that scale. He is. He's had many a match against Braun and and Big Show and Brock. Um, So that happened. I was like, oh, wow. And then I know that it's like two feet touch the floor. It didn't process in my mind that was the rules. You know, it's like something you just forget unless you... Well, because they, they usually... I mean, they do talk about it because that's why people like when, when they, they try to climb the out on their hands. No, when they try to climb out on their hands. Oh, down the steps from the door. Right, right, right. Like it's that. just like that that won't get you the win, even though that rule is mostly associated with the Royal Rumble. Yeah. With the elimination from there. But whatever. Anyway, it, it, it didn't just, it didn't process my mind at first because it's like I saw when I saw Brock hit the ground. I was like, oh, Brock wins. They're like, that's what they're doing. They Brock win. He hit the ground. And then they drew massive attention to it. Like, no, well, Brock didn't win. And I was like. Well, Wait, his feet just didn't hit first. His feet didn't hit first. And this and this, I was like, oh, man, why are you doing this? Like, this is now fucking this whole ending up. Like, it just made it a big clusterfuck. And the ref was like, well, I called it. Sorry, buddy. And then I like the idea that the ref said, hey, I stopped it because I was worried for their health. You know, that's fine. They should have done that. But then to be like, you know, I'm really sorry, but I did this and I'm going to renege on it. But no, I'm not going to. And the Kurt's like all this stuff. And I was like, man, you should have just ended right when he said, I'm worried for their health. We're stopping this match. Brock. I didn't even see all of that. That's on Raw. Oh, okay. okay. So they made it even worse. It was like, uh, you know, I know that the ruling is supposed to be both feet on the ground, but I fucked up, but I was just worried about the house. I was like, man, just don't do that. Yeah, that was a writer's scramble. That just makes it so bad. And then Kurt's like, Because you shine a light on something that's already shitty. Yeah, and then Kurt's like, you know, the referee's thing is final, so it's got to go with this. And it's like, well, if it was final, you know, follow the rules. It's this whole shit. It's like, dude, it was fine. But they just kept going over and over and over again. I was like, all right, that's fucking over. But, it, man, this whole match just even hammers home more, like, fuck this Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar thing. Like, holy shit, he didn't even win here. Like, I'm fucking done. I'm fed. You know who deserves yeah. the belt? Fucking Braun Strowman. This man is nuclear over, no matter what the fuck he does. And he won the Rumble, so it's like, hey, it looks like we're setting him up for this thing. No word of it on Raw, but he should be. Braun should win it. He's a giant baby face, and you have people come in and fight him. And you can have ways of dealing with it. And then he gets cheesed out of it, just like Brock does, because you don't want him unless you have someone build up to beat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you should have some manager heal or some bullshit cheese him out. But Braun is the guy. I don't know why. They, whatever. According to a lot of stuff I've read that there is a lot of people in WWE writing and all the stuff that want Braun and they're trying to get behind him. But it's Vince still stuff. loves fucking Roman. I don't know why. It's 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 the dumbest thing. That belt, though, boy, that the Saudi Arabian belt, yeah, that green one. 
I mean, so, it's not terrible, but that weird palm tree in the middle, like, it's just weird. The Saudi like the, the, the swords. I didn't the the Alibaba belt. swords, bro. Uh, the Caribbean belt, that'd have two coconuts. That's true. And maybe some fucking conch fritters on one of the plates. Um, so you didn't see anything. And it's a shame, too, because you didn't get to see the Titus fall live. No, I didn't. I saw it on Twitter. They did well, not- I wasn't watching the show uh-huh. live. I was at work because oh, it was at noon. That's right. So yes. I actually saw the Titus fall before even getting home. Uh, to watch the show watch the show okay so they didn't i'm watching it live they didn't show it live like the camera cuts from him because it cuts to the ring you hear the announcers crack up and i was looking away because i was like the rumble i just keep looking up so titus i'm like okay it's whatever titus i hear the announcers crack up and they said something about titus and i look i'm like did i miss something and then they replayed in this motherfucker oh my god these guys buried him and they buried him so hard and they kept replaying it. Now Titus is going to be known as the doofus guy who falls. And then oh, on, Raw, on, they, on Raw, they had a thing where he fucking Pratt fell in front of him. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, Baron Corbin. Oh, this is the same thing that happened with um, Ron Killings, uh, R-Truth. R-Truth, when he was doing his whole like... John Cena program. Yeah, he forgot the city that he was in and he called it the wrong city. And ever since then, his character has been the dumb guy who doesn't remember what this he is does. Like the Superdome, uh, Silverdome. Yeah, but that was just Hogan with one thing and they made fun of it. But Ron, our uh, truth became the idiot guy who doesn't know where he is now. So hopefully every episode of Rod does not have Titus fucking fall. But holy shit, that guy flew, man. People thought it was like a, like a work. Mm-hmm. But man, that dude... He zipped under that goddamn thing. Um, so in the rumble, Ray looked awesome. He was he was awesome in the rumble. He's fucking great shape. By, by the way, sorry, uh, not to move too far away. Mm-hmm. Did you see the new Titus O'Neil shirt? No. Does it it's, say World Slide? Uh, Titus World Slide. No, it says Rumble, Stumble, or Slide, and it's in the colors of the Greatest Royal Rumble, like green and red. And then under the word slide, there's two little boots sticking out or like legs and boots. And then on the back, it says, do it worldwide. And he has the aura, not even worldwide. I mean, this is probably going to be his claim to fame. fame. Yes, obviously. Obviously. But it's probably going to be one of those greatest moments ever in WWE history. They'll show it uh, forever. I can't believe they've shown it so much now because it's fucking ridiculous. I know it is. I don't know why they're doing it, but it's down the line because it's hysterical down the line. It's going to be one of those things like on greatest moments of wrestling of WWE. Boom. Titus fucking, this is as good as (laughs) you're watching it again. This is as good as you ever saw when Titus was NXT when he fucking didn't make the keg thing. No, he was part of the NXT crew, like when they're doing on a live show and they had a thing where he had to carry a reality show. Yes. He had to carry a beer keg and he was supposed to make it around the ring in so many seconds and he was supposed to throw it. He, I think he was supposed to throw it or he throws it. He misses it by like a couple seconds. So he fucks the whole thing up because he stumbles and falls. Same shit that happens. And he missed the throw. Oh my God. All these angles are the same. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. He slides so far. And then you like, oh, I, like at first he said he was fucking upset about it because I was like, I just, sure. I fucking just ate it. But then he's, like, I'm sure oh. Vince is fucking loving it after that whole like getting in front of him, being like, let Stephanie pass and getting suspended for ninety. Days. Oh, that ages yeah. the ultimate karma of that. Oh my god! But now he's turning it into a positive. So he's well, trying holy to. shit. Well, I mean, they got oh, shirts right. and it's all ever. Yeah, but it's gonna be one of those things that would be like, look back at Royal Rumble moments. Boom, Titus falling five years down the line. There he is, and it's gonna be still hysterical. I cracked up so hard. Uh, so anyway, Ray was great. Daniel was awesome. And Daniel was like wrestling with every new guy that came in the ring that he's never wrestled before. You saw his chest too, right? The fucking Who? Daniel Ryan. You saw his fucking chest? No. You should check it out. His chest over the rumble. It looked like, um, I think it's show. 
when his chest had that huge fucking blister when he was destroyed mm-hmm. from all the chops, he was like that. Daniel's whole chest was beat red, and uh, people blame Roddy for doing it. Roddy was in the in the rumble. Roddy was fucking awesome. And him and Daniel came back, and there's a drawing of, of Daniel Bryan, and it says Roderick Strong in the chops. Thing. Funny. And Ronnie's like, I did this too. And he's like, the war still goes on, Ring of Honor. <laughs> no, but uh, sorry, just to talk about Daniel Bryan, because I'm, I'm, we unfortunately have to like truncate this a little bit. Uh, I was going through the pro wrestling sheet, and apparently last night uh, after SmackDown went off the air, there was a dark match between Nakamura and Daniel Bryan. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. But it came to an abrupt halt when uh, in the middle of the Wii Kicks... <laughs> Uh, uh, he he goes for the last one. Nakamura ducks, so Daniel spins around and then boom, right to the dick. Nakamura is the I like that new secret weapon, hitter of dicks. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the Dickman Brian couldn't wrestle on um SmackDown because of the fucking chest injury. That's what they said, but obviously he did the dark match. But um, whatever, you can fucking bypass the show. Backlash, it is this Sunday, which we could talk about. Rocky's got to do something. Um. I don't know. I think uh, let's see. Maybe Nakamura will take the, t- the belt. You know, it's gonna be the I think the main event for the show. Uh, obviously, Alexa Bliss ain't gonna beat Nia Jax. Um, She's a bully, man. Uh, Factor in those moments of bliss. I see uh, Seth will probably keep it. Miz ain't losing. Um, I mean, not Miz ain't losing. Whatever his name is. Seth. And then, uh, yeah, that's about that. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, sorry about that for this really short episode. We'll talk about backlash next week, and that'll be a perfectly fine episode. So. Yes. So once again, this is your host. I can't believe they're so back to back, but Rocky. And Rick. Well, it's not supposed to be a real show, and this came out of nowhere. So. That's true. Next week. Goodbye. Bye. Wasn't that a great episode? I wanted to make sure to not only that I come in at the beginning of this episode, but I'm also coming in at the end just to keep reminding everybody that listens and loves us. Wink, wink, that you can always head over to our Patreon. You know, it's a thing we're trying to get into more, help maybe create more content, get more involved with the community, see who listens and get some feedback and just be more direct. So if you go to patreon.com, slash parts unknown pod then you know you'll be able to help us out you know get things rolling see if we can get like a nice little thing going over there and maybe up the quality do some more things video games maybe patreon i mean not patreon i'm sorry periscope live broadcasts you know whatever just interacting with the community more and we know that wrestling fans love to talk about all sorts of wrestling things so yeah go give us a look over there patreon.com slash parts unknown pod thanks a lot Until next week.